Welcome to Fuel for Today, curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We are confident this will fuel your faith in the one who gives faith. If you have breath in your lungs, God has a plan for your life, a plan that is far better, bigger, and immensely more than anything you have ever imagined. When my wife and I planted Forward Church almost two and a half years ago, it was an all-in process. It was a process where we said, you know what, we're going to go all-in. We're not going to try to rationalize it. We're not going to try to calculate it. We're going to just do it for Jesus' glory. We're going to give our entire life and surrender to God 100%. And I believe that's the only way that we can make an impact for God. Now, I believe that that was just the beginning of how God was going to work in our lives and how he was going to test our faith and how he was going to expand not only our faith, but he was going to expand the boundaries of our faith. And still to this day, I don't regret it one bit. And we're learning so much and the amount of God's blessings we're experiencing is incredible. And this is really reminiscent of a story that is in the Gospel of Mark in chapter 6, where Jesus walks on water. And what happens in this story is that after he had taken leave of them, he went up on the mountain to pray. And evening came, the disciples were in the boat out in the sea, Jesus was alone on the land, and he saw that they were making headway painfully, for the wind was against them. Now, here's the thing. The gospel writer notes that Jesus prays at three points in his ministry, and each prayer is at night. It's in a lonely place, and each of the times that Jesus is praying, the disciples are removed from him, and they do not understand his mission. So the point is that we need to pray and spend time with Jesus, not when we have the time, but when the demands are or when the demands of life are overwhelming us. We can't afford not to pray and not to be with Jesus. So look what happens here with the disciples, that whenever they're separated from Jesus, they fall into great distress. It's true for the disciples. It's true for us. And I believe that the reason we're often tormented by problems or issues in our life is because we've separated ourselves from Jesus and we're no longer spending time with him. And that's why we lack the peace in our life. Now, here is the thing. The Bible talks about that Jesus is walking towards the disciples on the sea and he walked perhaps several miles in pitch black darkness. Why does he do that? Because our Lord makes his way to those who he called, who he loves, who he cares for. This is why we know that he cares about us. And here's the thing. The disciples were in the right place on the boat, and yet they were met with a terrible storm. Jesus purposefully sent them into trouble. So I hope this is encouraging someone. I know that you're listening and you might be, look, you might be in the right place, but you're experiencing a terrible storm. Stay there because Jesus often sends us into trouble and difficulty, but with a redemptive purpose. There is an understanding of his providence that we must come to terms with. This is where our faith and dependence on him 
increases and grows because Jesus's plans for our life are not always easy or what we want, but they are always the best. And when Jesus walks towards the disciples on water, he walks where only God can walk. And he says, take courage. It is I. And if you look at the Greek, it is I is identical with God's self-disclosure to Moses. That Jesus not only walks in God's stead, but he also takes his name. And the text clearly says to us that he meant to pass by them. What does that mean? Why would Jesus pass by the distressed disciples? Well, it means that what God can do you cannot even comprehend. Therefore, the only option you have is to trust him, to submit to him, to obey him, to worship him, and to surrender yourself to him in every area of your life. That means finances, relationships, career, spouse, future, children, everything. This passage that we're talking about is very closely linked with the passage about Moses and God from Exodus in Exodus chapter 33 verses 15 through 23. God comes to encourage Moses not by changing Moses's difficult circumstances but by passing by by revealing divine goodness and glory. My friends, I want you to be encouraged today that often God is not going to take you out of the storm because he's going to come to save you amidst the storm. And I personally believe that the greatest miracle in this story is not that Jesus walked on water, but that Jesus walked toward the disciples. See, the miracle is not that Jesus came to the disciples. The miracle is that he came at all. This epiphany that Moses had in the Old Testament assures that God will be with him on the hard road ahead. Jesus knows that his disciples need this assurance much more than they need another storm-stilling miracle. And I want to go back to this phrase. It's a technical term for an epiphany or a revelation when God passes by. So when God passes by, just like it says that Jesus passed by the disciples on the water, it's not a sign of unconcern or non-involvement. It's actually a sign of caring presence. Here's why. God will encourage you not by changing your circumstances, but rather by revealing his goodness and glory amidst your circumstances. So the one who is the bread of life gave out bread to give life to others, and the one who is living water is walking on the water. And I hope that you're encouraged by this because this is exactly what happened when Jesus is walking on the water to his disciples was a revelation of the glory that he shared with the Father and the compassion that he extends towards his followers. And John has Jesus declaring that he is the Son of God. And the one who calmed the storm is the one who now appears in the storm, the I am of God. 
And the thing is, the lake where Jesus was walking on water was a very familiar place to the disciples because it is here where they earned their livelihood. It was ordinary. It was familiar as maybe our workplace or our home is to us. And so what I believe the principle here is that Jesus wants to meet us in the ordinary places, in the mundane tasks of our day, and he wants to do the miraculous, but only if we took the time to notice it. So Jesus is in your boat, but are you in the boat with Jesus? Thank you for listening to this curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired by this message. Bogdan is personally convinced that whatever fills your mind fuels your life. It is his life goal to help you faithfully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit fuelforlife.tv.